Iowa everywhere. This is Iowa Everywhere. And now, it's time for Two Guys Named Chris. Powered by Fairway Meat and Grocery. This is Iowa Everywhere. For the fans. What's up? Happy Thursday morning and welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. My name is Chris Williams. I am joined, as always, by Chris Hathel in Florida, we are uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Iowa State basketball on the road at Kansas this weekend. Iowa tips off tonight at six o'clock against Michigan. We have the NFL playoffs, and uh, we have a lot of other things to get to. What's up, Hassel? How are we doing? Oh, big day for you. You're in your you're in your studio. Usually, you come to us from your house. Yeah, I. Uh, the uh, wife took care of the kids this morning. So actually, I have to be up to Ames at 10 o'clock for some basketball interviews. So mm. it was not physically possible to get from Bondurant to Ames in the amount of time I would have had. So I'm a third of the way there in Ankeny right now. All right. Your lips are glistening, by the way. Did you just put some... Uh... I just put some uh, Carmex on. You okay. like it? Yeah, they, they, a, little, well, a little too shiny for me, but... Told you, uh... All right, I'm going to wear that down. We um, want to thank our sponsor, Fairway Meat and Grocery. Now, um, we, we got some feedback from the listeners, from the viewers about... So we, we did figure out where the pork butt is on a pig. You were concerned that the pork butt was the anus of a pig. And we found out actually when you eat ham... You're eating the anus, not yeah, the pork ham, part. From, from the guide, the, the Frank's guide on the cuts of pork there from Fairway that Matt Van Winkle has, has put up for us, we see that the pork butt is actually near the head of the, of, the, of the pig. There are a lot of people that are very upset with us that we didn't know that the butt wasn't actually the butt. Like, How would we know that? Well, I, I don't people well, fairway sponsors your show and you don't know that the butt oh, yeah. isn't the ass. I got that. They're like, well, how can you promote fairway and Iowa pork producers for Cyclone Fanatic and not know where the pork butt is? And it's like, well, here's the deal. I consume the pork. I love yeah, the pork. I, I don't and mean, I encourage yeah. other people to consume the pork, but I don't cut up the pork. I'm not the butcher. No. So so now anytime you have ham. Just know that you're also the ham is is basically the sphincter. Yeah, basically that's what we've learned. Okay, so when when you when you have ham, maybe it's for Thanksgiving, Christmas. Just know you're eating the pork's ass. You're eating that pig's anal canal. Right there, there. that's that's it. Smithfield. Pork, pork shoulder, man. butt roast. That so is why, a good. So why would they? Why do they call it pork butt if it's not the butt? All I know is this: we have a lot of great Iowa farmers and pork producers who are listening to the program, and they will let us know. We have oh, a lot yeah, of they will. Definitely. young, like cool, hip farmers who listen to the show. Mm-hmm. They will let us know. All right, but don't, well, don't I, get I'm, gl- I'm glad we. Dollars. I'm glad we got that uh, figured out. So they the so don't don't come back at us. 
and then tell us that ham isn't the sphincter because the ham it clearly from that from that diagram the ham is the ass english chimes in on youtube that circular bone in the ham steak is never going to look the same again <laughs> what do you think that circular bone is one other uh, piece from a, a listener, and you texted me about this in the middle of the night. One Pride Hawkeye says, hey, Williams, they talk about the Velisca Axe murder house on Joe Rogan for a good 40 minutes the other day. Interesting. We're going to do a show from there at some point. We, we will do a show from the Axe murder house. Here's the problem. There's two issues that I see. Yeah. One... There's no electricity in the Axe Murder House. So we're going to have to now, bring a generator. Why is there no electricity? Because they want to keep it like it was 100 years ago? Yes. Two, if you know anything about spirits, oftentimes what they will do, so like if you have like a camera, like when you were a photographer, right, and you walk around with a big camera on your shoulder, yeah. oftentimes the spirits will take the energy from the battery in the camera and suck it out into their spirit. So I, I concerned about computer life and the the equipment when we're so they, in. they'll like they'll suck the energy right out of my iPhone. Maybe that's why my yeah. iPhone is always dying so fast. Like when you first get it, the charge holds for a long time, but I guess it hasn't been around any ghosts or spirits. Apparently, is there a difference between a ghost and a spirit? No, I mean it's it's kind of like the loose meat sandwich versus sloppy Joe. <laughs> a, a, a ghost is a type of spirit. Jesus, we're talking about pigs, sphincter, and ghosts to start this show. This really, this really has turned into one guy named Chris, and it's you. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Um, Iowa State basketball, they get the honors today after that ass-whooping of Texas Tech on Tuesday Jeez. night. I was there courtside hassle. I think I texted you halfway through. I was like, I think this team might be good. Um, not to be <laughs> disrespectful to them. It's just you kind of thought you knew what this team was. Like, oh, really tough defense. Uh, you hope that they can make some threes every once in a while. Well, all of a sudden, they are, uh, during Big 12 play, the second-ranked offense in the best league in the country. Their Ken Palm offensive metrics have moved up into the 70s. And they have a massive game at Kansas coming up on Saturday, man. This is a hell of a run this team is on right now. Yeah, I, I, that line was, what, nine or so? And I, I, I thought, geez, that's a lot of points for two really good defensive teams. And Texas Tech had been, yeah, they were 0-3 in conference, but all three of those losses were really tight. Yeah. They, played, they, they played their opponents all the way to the wire. Including and Kansas. And they had to feel like this was a game that they could start to get on track maybe a little bit with Iowa State feeling great about the 3-0 start. Jeez, at the end of that first half, it just, the flip, the the switch flipped for them. And Gabe Kalsher, he took that momentum from the buzzer beater and just, he if he plays half as good as he did on the offensive end in that game, Iowa State is going to be a really tough out this season. Yeah, and Caleb Grill, too. I mean, both of those guys were – it's just they've – I guess Kalsher wasn't a role player last year. He he was more than that, but Caleb has always kind of been that. And now you look at him, and 
he's a really good college basketball player. Like he's taken, he's taken that jump and Gabe has taken the jump from being a good college basketball player to first team, all big 12 type of guy. There's still people in my mentions on Twitter that are trying to say that Kalsher isn't that good of a player. Uh, I, I tweeted out after the, the buzzer beater over the weekend, um, a tweet that I made right when Iowa State got Kalsher, which was, what, two years ago, when TJ had just taken over. They had like three or four players on the roster. Kalsher comes, and I said, this is a big get for Iowa State. And there were so many Iowa fans in the mentions that were like, he sucks, he's terrible, he can't shoot. And still some that come in after I put the receipts up, that say, yeah, hey, he can't shoot. 30% three-point. That's not the point. That's not his game. Like, that's extra. If he does yeah. that, he's an elite defender. Yeah. He's one Probably of the top, top defenders, the not just in the conference, but in the country. That's his game. You get yeah. those shots from him, then it's it's totally different. And I also had some people in my mentions the other night when I said, Iowa State's 4-0 in the best and deepest conference in the country. There were also people arguing that. You can, there's no argument. The Big 12 is the best conference in the country. The Big 12 is the deepest conference in the country. There's no argument there. there there's no. You, can, there, you, you cannot say. Well, somebody tried to say the Big 10 is deeper. What? Big 10 has more teams. <laughs> but Iowa State each and every night is going to have to play a team that might be a tournament team. Well, the projections right now, and it may have changed last night after West Virginia lost, but all the projections from Jerry Palm at CBS and from Lenardi, all the have nine of the Big 12. That's 90% of the league. So there's literally not like a night off. Like the night off is Texas Tech right now, according to that, which is not a night off if you watch. Now, if you watched them the other night, they didn't look very good. But I'll say this. I... I've I've watched about every game TJ's coached as a head coach. Uh, I've never seen one of his teams playing with this much confidence, and that includes the South Dakota State teams with Jack Dom or Mike Dom back in the day. Um, they, they they're flying around. They're even Kalsher. I was talking with um, um, a couple people yesterday. Like it's weird, Chris, when a guy gets in like that zone. Even his passes are more crisp. <laughs> like his his first step is quicker. He's not thinking about anything. He's just reacting. Gabe's a thinker. Gabe generally has struggled when he thinks too much on the floor. He's not doing any of that. He's taking command of this team. From what I understand, he's a great teammate now. Not that he ever wasn't, but he's like really excelling at that behind the scenes. Having said that, uh, the I still think this team will have a, a hiccup. There's going to be some bumps in the road here, and it could start now. Because you got this Kansas Texas stretch, we will see. But they've built up such a nice cushion with this four and zero start that you have to feel really good about not only their NCAA tournament chances, but to get a top four or five seed mm-hmm. right now. And and if you do that, you can play in Des Moines, correct? Should I mean it's not a guarantee, but it's possible. But there's a very good chance they would be at Wells Fargo Arena. I, I mean, you started this thing off by by asking, okay, are, are we believing now that this team is legit, like a legit, maybe even contender in the Big 12 to win it? I don't know. 
I'm going to, I'm going to hold off until these next two games. Yeah. I don't think you can say they're a, to win the big 12. If, if they win one of these next two games, they're going to be in great, a great spot. You got two top 10 teams. You got to go on the road to Kansas. That's going to be the real barometer. I think on the road, fog Allen defending champs. Kansas has won like what? 26 of the last 27 games dating back to last season. Mm-hmm. They got a real scare the other night at home where they looked like they were going to lose. And they come from, I think, nine down late in that game to win it. So we'll see how they respond after that as well. I I just, I'm not expecting Iowa State to have a chance to win that game in the final minute. I'm just not. I think Kansas is going to punch Iowa State. And we're looking at the, the matchup predictor from ESPN's analytics gives Kansas a 70% chance to win. Do we have a line on that game yet? No, we won't have a line until tomorrow. What um, would you expect? Kansas minus six? Yeah, nah, maybe even seven. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me can, just Kansas is legit. Like They were close to being the number one ranked team I in the country. I would say seven or eight looking at the Ken Palm right now. Ken Palm has it 69-62 in favor of Kansas. So... Give Fog Allen another point. Yeah. The only thing is, this team generally plays okay on the road. So I, 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 let me ask you this because I was driving home from Ames and I was listening to that game and I had conflicted thoughts because there was like, wow, it'd be really nice if Kansas could get a loss in the Big 12. Uh Yeah. If you're looking at standings, winning a Big 12 championship. But then I was also like, well, well, it'd be kind of fun to have these two teams 4-0. And also, I don't know if I want their like wake-up call to come right before no. I was like, what are the chances they're no. going to lose two in a row? I'd hate that. Yeah, I'd hate right. that. Right um, now, the, the Big 12 standings are extremely top-heavy. Like There are teams taking lumps at the bottom like Texas Tech. And then you got Kansas, Kansas State, Iowa State. All unbeaten with Texas at three and one. Those are the only four teams that right now are above five hundred. I have no idea if this is a good play or not, but if you're gambling on the Big Twelve, I would almost blindly just take underdogs right now. Just take points. Mm-hmm. This feels like that this league's gonna be like that night. Like last night, like Baylor, like was Scott Drew really gonna start off 0 and four? Mm-hmm. Right, and they go in and pretty handily beat West Virginia. West Virginia made a nice little run towards the end, but there's just I don't know. It's it's imp- like Oklahoma is at one and three, but they almost just won in in Allen Fieldhouse. Mm-hmm. TCU's the best two and two team in the country as far mm-hmm. as a conference record goes. Like they should have won last night. Yeah, and Tech, the, they, they probably should have. Well, they could have won against Iowa State. That was close down the stretch. Well, and that's I mean, the thing too. You don't Iowa hit that shot. Kalsher doesn't hit that shot. They, they TCU wins the game. Iowa State's four and zero. You're two inches away from being two and two, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. and that really wouldn't change how the team played differently at all. It's just how how close this thing is right now. Hey, Here's how are fans cool. feeling about the old ESPN Plus? That's where I was going to go with this too. You've got this. These two programs, I don't know if I call them rivals, but they've duked it out a lot over the last decade. Kansas and uh, and then and they're both four and zero. I don't think Kansas would consider Iowa State a rival. Maybe 
just because they go back to the big eight. They've played each other a really long time, whatever. Top 15 matchup, and this thing's locked in on ESPN+. Plus. It's just, I, like to me, it doesn't really impact me. The last week's game was on ESPNU. I thought I was watching ESPN+. Plus. I didn't even know the difference because the way I have my TV set up, like I just turn it on and it's like, oh, here's the game, and I click it. Right. The problem is you've just got millions of sports fans across the country who aren't going to even know it's on because they're going to turn on their TVs and they're not going to seek it out because maybe they don't have an ESPN plus subscription that sucks for the big 12. I mean, this theoretically could be your two best teams and you're locking it out from like seven eighths of the country. But this is the deal they signed and this is exactly what ESPN wants. And that's why they locked it in before the season because they know there's going to be a lot of fans out there that want to watch this game. They might have to buy a subscription for a month just to watch this game. Because maybe you can let an Iowa State-Texas Tech game go and not buy it for that. But Iowa State-Kansas, there's going to be a lot of people, I think, that will buy it just because of this. And you can just do a monthly thing. I mean, it doesn't have to be a year. But this is... Some people are arguing like, oh my God, what, it, why would ESPN do this? you got to move it to, to ESPN or ESPN2. No, this is what they want. This is exactly how they drew it up. Now, <laughs> the quality goes way down on ESPN+. Plus. I'm sorry it does. It's, it's, um, it's disappointing. Like the other night, <laughs> the play-by-play guy... You were at the game, so you didn't you you didn't watch it on TV. But the play-by-play guy kept kept calling Oshun, kept saying Oshunahihi. He was like Oshunahihi, and there's Oshunahihi. Like what? What? Come on! It's and yeah, it's just that there's not as many cam. I don't have a problem if you're going to do that. If you're going to push a marquee game to ESPN Plus, but th- this better have this better have some good quality to it, like. Yeah, legit announcers, a legit crew for Iowa State, Kansas, because I don't have a problem with it. If you're going to do that, I do have a problem with big 12 games, Iowa State, Texas Tech with I'm sorry, that would not it was not a good production that I that I watched. The, they've been doing this for years. I mean, this is like the third or fourth year an Iowa State Kansas game has been and has been on ESPN Plus. And, and you're right, it, it's it's set up for this because I mean, who are the two most rabid basketball fan bases in the Big Twelve? Right there. Yeah, I mean they're they're doing this on. I mean, Kansas was on ESPN Plus last week with their game at West Virginia again because they know it's a national brand and these people are are going to sign up for it. I mean, I, I get it, but you're right on the production. I mean, and we've and we've seen this specifically in football where they can't do replays the same oh, way. It, it's, they can't it's review. Maddening. And it's they'll miss maddening. calls because there's not the same but type of production. At the same time, Chris, I'll say that some of those ESPNU broadcasts are, are very similar. And it's they're, they're spread so thin sometimes that it's it's it, it does make a difference sometimes to – to a game outcome, if a game is on yeah. ESPN or a game is on ESPN Plus, because you're right, they don't have the cameras, they don't have the technology, they don't have the best crews. It's uh, it's it, it's it, as a fan, it's 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 disappointing. It, it is, and it's also, yeah. you know, you know what they're doing. They're just trying to make another buck. 
I don't even care if if this was a game. If Iowa State was one and three, it would be like whatever mm-hmm. to me. I wish there was some, you know, jurisdiction on the game. Like, oh, well, this is all of a sudden. I mean, if if, if they re rank the teams right now after Tuesday night, Iowa State would be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. This would be like two yep. top ten teams playing for first place in the Big Twelve, and we're going to leave it there. They should be able to like pivot. All right, all right we're going to move West Virginia, Oklahoma State to plus and move the Iowa State Kansas game to ESPN. They should be able to do that. I know that they can't, and I know that they won't. But that to me would be a really good, you know, really good solution to this going forward. Because probably when they scheduled this, I, I doubt that they thought that Iowa State would be in the top 15. Right. But they, they knew that Kansas would be. And so that's why it was scheduled there. The game um, the game on ESPN, because it's 4 o'clock Eastern, correct? 3 Central. Yeah, it's like the, the prime uh, time on a Saturday afternoon for college basketball. And I think the game, it's not, there's not another Big 12 game in that window. So it's not like they chose it's a Big Twelve game over that. Game. Well, it's LSU at Alabama. Alabama's really good. Yeah, uh, they just won at Arkansas. So Alabama's fourth in the country. LSU is mm, okay. Um, and then on ESPN two, it's Virginia at Florida State. And Florida State is, they I think they started like zero and nine. Yeah, and it was historic. Virginia's bad. ranked thirteenth. Like it's not. So th- those are the two games. All were on ESPNU. It's Cincinnati at SMU. That sucks. Um, regardless, Iowa plays Michigan tonight. The Hawkeyes have won two in a row. Feeling pretty good about themselves. The uh, it feels like an important stretch here for Iowa, though. It's like you kind of you fought back, you got back into this thing. Now you got three home games in a row. Uh, we still haven't heard I, uh, any update on Patrick McCaffrey, right? I'm assuming he's going to be out until yeah. Until we yeah, hear he hasn't further. said if he's any closer to to coming back or if he's doing any better. He he tweeted, but it wasn't. Uh, it was basically just support of his teammates and that sort of thing. Uh, four um, point favorite via Circa tonight. Iowa is over Michigan. Six o'clock tip. This one is on ESPN right now. Chris Hassel. Um, you have to project the rest of the season. Uh, last week, we didn't think Iowa was a tournament team. Do we now? I feel like right now they are. They have four quad one wins. That that one loss against Eastern Illinois really hurts, but I, I, I feel like they have enough good wins right now that they are, and if they take care of business at home, they are. But it, it's... It's 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 close. It's really close. I, I haven't looked at like if Jerry Palm has them in in his bracketology Palm, or yeah, Lenardi. Palm hadn't done one in like a week, so he had them out. I don't. Lenardi had them. I think first four out mm-hmm. after they're right the on the edge right now. Yeah, but you and, win three in a row here at home, and oh and yeah, you're you're, you're sitting it. pretty. Yeah. Uh, Sure Michigan, though, Iowa State's running the table like they are. Too. Yeah, that really helps Iowa's, Iowa's resume, for sure. Yeah. Uh, Michigan's coming in off a, a loss at Michigan State. They they got off to a, a tough start this season, losing in non-conference to Arizona State, Virginia, and Kentucky. They lost to Kentucky, and Kentucky's bad. Mm-hmm. They also lost to Central Michigan. Um, so this would be 
as of right now, if Iowa loses this game, it would be a quad three loss. I don't wow. think it'll stay that way. I think Michigan will move up. Michigan's wow. three and one in the Big Ten. And right now it'd be a quad three loss because of how bad Michigan's non-conference was. So it's it's a game analytics wise that you feel like you need to get tonight. But I don't know. I I don't think Iowa gets all three, but I think you, you have to expect two out of three at home in this stretch. If but they this get Iowa out of three, team, back it up. That's four of five dating yeah. back to last Thursday. You'd take and that. I think you'd be happy. Yeah, Michigan, Maryland, Northwestern. And then you go on the road to Ohio State and Michigan State. That, those will be tough. So I think you got to get two out of three here against unranked teams. Um, but Iowa, like they, they've been a team where this season, every time you think you kind of know them, they they weave the other way. Like something bad happens. Like you think, oh my god, okay, they beat Seton Hall. They win at Seton Hall. They beat Clemson, and then they have a real stinker against TCU. And then they look great against Georgia Tech. You think the Duke game's going to be good, and Duke wipes the floor with them. Then they lose Chris Murray. They come home against Iowa State, and they just play their best game of the year. Well, until maybe the Rutgers game. Beat Iowa State by 19. Wisconsin comes in, and Wisconsin wins. Right? I mean, it's... And then you think they're done, and they come from 21 down to beat Indiana, and then they handle Rutgers from start to finish. It's like... So I, I I don't think you can expect anything from this team. I don't know what to expect tonight. The line's only four or five. I think it should be a an interesting game and a a really big game for Iowa to stay on track. Those two wins were great, got them right back in the tournament discussion. But you lose this, and we're right back to talking about a team that has a lot of work to do. It feels like to me that Sanford's kind of the key here. We're, yeah, boy, he was unbelievable in that Rutgers game. And that yeah, could, I mean, could be the Gabe Kalsher thing. You know, he hits that three against TCU, and all of a sudden he's feeling great about his shot and he keeps it going. Is is Sanford going to keep it going? If he does, Iowa's a totally different team. Yeah. Feels that way to me, too. He's, I mean, he hasn't shown the consistency yet. Now, he's very young to be like one of the he's always just kind of it's kind of the Caleb Grill thing right like Grill used to pop up and have a big game every now and then and but you could never really count on it like can you count mm-hmm. on Sanford I uh, yeah I don't know I, I I wouldn't count on him right now but I I, I think he's going to be better than he was to start the season which was he was a liability out there because mm-hmm. if he's not making threes what's he doing out there but now without Patrick McCaffrey for who knows how long, got to have him. And now they're, they're 2-0 without McCaffrey. Uh, Brandon's watching us on YouTube, and he's pointing out that the line is now minus six. I have not seen that. I Last thing I did last night before I go to bed, I went to bed, it was four. So I see it at five at okay. uh, on, on the ESPN's website, but it's definitely moving. All right, well, be a interesting weekend. Three home games for Iowa. Again, Iowa State on the road. And then next week, uh, Tuesday night, you sure you don't want to fly up to Des Moines for the Texas game on Tuesday? I have a feeling that Boy. one's going to be a little bit emotional. I, I would bit. love to be there for that. I can't wait. I'd love it. And there's no more beard. He's gone. 
Yeah, that kind of takes a little bit away from it. But the uh, love lost between – I mean, Gabe Kalsher was – do you remember that video Iowa State put out, Iowa State basketball put out over the summer? Kalsher was already talking about Tyrese Hunter's return. What did he say? Something like <laughs> – they were asking him about defense or something like that, and he – somebody's going to listen and – They'll, they'll tell us the whole thing, but it was something about how he had... I got the video. Hang on. Oh, you got the video, Matt? Oh, look at this. Crack reporting the big bucks. By Matty Van Winkle. Um, I, I asked a couple of Iowa State players just like off the record the other night. I was like... And they, they, are, they were following TJ's lead and not even thinking about it. We're on to Kansas. And I totally believe them that that's the case. But I also think that... Um, once Saturday's over with, that they will be playing for for something extra on Tuesday night. I truly, they're human beings. How do you not? You got it, Maddie. This is Gabe Kalsher, and he's like shooting hoops, and the, and this was like the Cyclones TV or whatever they're they're branded as now, the Iowa State media, and they were uh, filming. This is Walters, this. this is Walters thing. Oh, sorry, did you not see it? No, see again. what? What's going what on? Game looking forward to besides Texas. Texas. You know why Texas? I ain't, yeah. I ain't even got to say it, but Texas. Yeah. What game y'all looking forward to besides <laughs> Iowa? Yeah, that, and that, that was Kalsher. <laughs> and they put it up. So uh, I can't wait. I'm I'm going to get there like three hours early on, on Tuesday. Just just be sitting there. Mm. Yeah. Shout out to our friends at Circa, Circa Sports Iowa planning our next trip we'll give you guys details coming up we're gonna be out there uh, at a big big time um sporting event i can't wait had a blast following along with the circa million and the circa survivor uh contest as they came to a close last week with the nfl season and here we go we are going to test our nfl gambling knowledge hassle This is what we're doing here on Two Guys Named Chris. From here until the Super Bowl, Hassel and I are both going to predict every game against the spread with circa lines, and then we are going to add them up at the end of the playoffs. Are you ready? All right. Let's do it. Let's go. Let's get a little competition going between us. Yes. Um, Matt, do you have the games pulled up? If not, I can run through them. It's no big deal. We'll start with the Vikings, a home three-point favorite against the Giants. Uh, I respectfully declined the invitation from Dave Zawolinski (laughs) to go to the game. I don't know if Dave listens to the show or not. I I, I, was very respectful. I haven't heard anything from him. I don't think he heard that we were uh, (laughs) basically giving him crap on the show the other day, but uh, I, I think that was the right decision. You do not want to be with Dave Zavolinski decked out in Giants gear at the Vikings game. This you is an interesting game. Vikings, everybody is. Everybody will pick against them. Uh, the Giants um, almost beat them there a couple weeks ago. It wasn't that long. Yeah, Vikings had a 61-yard field goal Yeah, to win it. The Giants have, are like 2-5. and five. I think in their last seven games, it's not like they're exactly setting the world on fire. That's the thing. If you want to fade the Vikings, you're also picking the Giants who aren't a world beater. I I hate the Vikings. 
as much as I love them, I'm but I'm going to pick them here. I'm going to play them at, at minus three. I think they win by six or seven. I just, I actually think the fact that they played a few weeks ago in that same stadium, they're coming back. I actually think that favors the Vikings in a weird way. They both rested starters last week. The Vikings guys got a few reps uh, against the Bears, but I'm going to, I'll, I'll play the Vikings. Vikings win this one by six. Okay. I am on the other side of this. I'm going to trust my, my friend Pete Prisco over at CBS, who's been covering the league for 30-plus years. He thinks that this is a great matchup for the Giants. He thinks they just match up really well against Minnesota and that they should have won that game when they played a few weeks ago. I'm going to fade the Vikings and their postseason failures and Kirk Cousins. I'm going to take the Giants to win outright. That's a good pick. Um, I can't argue with you at all. That's probably the right way on the air. Uh, now we've got the Seahawks nine and a half. They're getting nine and a half. What's going on the there? You got, is, Luch did just break in? in. He didn't know oh. I was on the air here. <laughs> Tassel. Yeah. Um, Luch says go Cowboys. Um, big Cowboys fan. We'll get to that game. I'm actually going to play the four, the Seahawks at nine and a half. Divisional underdog playoffs. I just I feel like the public is all going to bet on the 49ers here, which is fine. Like I can't blame you. They may be the best team, uh, but again, it's the divisional thing for these divisional underdogs. You generally like to play at any point uh, during the regular season. So give me the nine. I wish this was at 10, but the, the fact that it has gone down to nine and a half tells me that the uh, smart people are playing the Seahawks. So I'll take the points here. Yeah, it is interesting. Every single one of these Super Wildcard Weekend games is a rematch from the regular season, and several of them are third meetings because they're divisional matchups like this one. And when you look at the quarterbacks in the NFC, it's wild. It's Tom Brady, and then like nobody else has done anything in the postseason. Because even, even the guys like Dak Prescott, what does he want, one playoff game, I think? This is Geno Smith against Brock Purdy. Geno Smith has uh, is, is, is a lot more games under his belt than Brock Purdy. We don't know how he's going to be in the postseason, but the 49ers are so much better than the Seahawks. You're right. I think the 49ers are the best team in the NFC. I think they're going to come out of the NFC, and I feel like even if the Seahawks keep it close, the 49ers are so explosive that they could cover this late anyway. So I'm going to lay the 9.5 with the Niners and think that they win by double digits. I, I I'm just going to roll with the hot team. Just for what it's worth, last night I placed a teaser at Circa where I played the 49ers, I played the Bills, and I played the Bengals, and I took the six points on all of them mm-hmm. to get those things knocked down. So I, I don't I don't disagree with you at all. Um, I think the 49ers will win the game, but I'll, I'll take the points there. Uh, down in your neck of the woods, the well, in Florida, Jaguars are two-point home favorites. Yeah, it's only about a seven-hour drive up north of Jacksonville from here. It's in Florida. You know what I mean. <laughs> They're taking on the Chargers. I'll let you go first here. With, I, I'm really excited for this game. I, this I, is a really interesting game. Fun game. The quarterbacks, just two just young guns in Lawrence and Herbert. Jacksonville's hot. Chargers have been shaky at times. Um I just feel like the Chargers are more ready for this than Jacksonville is. I think the the Jags are maybe a year ahead of schedule. I'm going to take the Chargers to win this game. 
I'm going to go with the road team here. I, it's, it, I'm not, I don't feel great about this pick, but I, I just feel like they're the more complete team, the team that's, that's more ready. I think they were ready last year if they would have gotten in the playoffs to win a playoff game. This year they're in, and I think they're going to advance. It's pretty funny. So we're zero and three against one another right now. We're we're somebody's uh, we're, we're we're total opposites. I'm going to go to the Jags here. Just de- defense, like they're, they're a pretty well rounded team. I mean, I'm actually more worried about their offense than I am their defense in this one. Uh, I'm going to take the home team and the the two points. I why the hell not? I think they played back. I think it was week three, and Jacksonville smoked them thirty eight mm-hmm. to ten. But I don't think the Chargers had Keenan Allen in that game. I think Herbert was a little banged up. Um, but I, I, like I said, I don't feel great about the Chargers pick, but I am going to take them to win this game. Bills are 12.5-point favorites against the Tua-less Dolphins. And this is maybe the most difficult game, I think, to pick because this is such a big number in the playoffs, against the, uh, especially against the divisional foe, even with the backup quarterback fact that the number is so high, I, mean, I always say this, there's a reason the number is that high. I, I will take Buffalo here by 14. Ah, okay. I, th- I thought you were going to go Dolphins there. Mike Gut tells said. me to take the Dolphins and take the divisional underdog uh-huh. again. But again, why is this number this high? It's 13 in a lot of shops. I'll take the Bills. Yeah, we agree for the first time here. The, the Dolphins don't have a chance in the world with Skylar Thompson. Teddy Bridgewater, maybe. Yeah changes things a little bit but come on this is a bad bad matchup here and the bills are gonna roll i'm laying the 12 and a half with buffalo this is a blowout this is a snooze fest another tough one i think is the Bengals lane eight and a half against the ravens it just feels like this number is really really sharp uh we we don't exactly know What's going on quarterback-wise with the Ravens, which is clearly a really big deal if they have Lamar Jackson or not. What's your pick here? Yeah, this is I, tough. I feel like even if Lamar does play, he hasn't played in over a month. He's he's really banged. He's got that PCL thing going on. That's going to limit his mobility. Uh, but the Ravens, have, they, they've got a really good defense. And again, divisional game. Is it going to be a two-score game? I'll tell you that. I'm going to take the points. Bengals this win. is the this Bengals is the toughest win. one for me. Um, I I'm going to take the points as well. I'll, I'll take I'll take the Ravens plus eight and a half. The uh, the Bengals, for what it's worth, if you had just bet the Bengals like all of last year in the playoffs, you would have won all the time. Like they just they've if been they, covering machines. They've been the best team against the spread this season too. Yeah, the Bengals. Vegas cannot get a handle on this team. So if you want to go with trends, play the Bengals. <laughs> Um, and then finally, it's, for what it's worth, I bet the Bengals on Sunday when this line came out, and I got it at six. So I'm feeling really yeah. good about that. I feel really good it, about it's that. It's going up because each day goes by and Lamar Jackson's not at practice. Yeah. He's not practicing. I also played this one on Sunday night. I told you about this on Monday. I, I played the Bucks at plus three. I'm glad I got them then against the Cowboys. Uh, the line now via Circa is two and a half for the home team. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Hey, you know, there's part of me, Chris, the closer we get to kickoff for this one, I, I, I'm i going to take the points for, for what it's worth. But 
It's also like the Cowboys are coming off like a fairly embarrassing loss to Washington. Yeah, this might be a good spot to play the Cowboys, honestly. Like the more the closer we get to this game, the more I think that because they, they're clearly a better roster than Tampa Bay is. You're really betting against Dak in the whole Cowboys thing in the playoffs if you if you take the Bucks here. I'm just betting for Tom Brady here. Yeah. If you're if Tom Brady is at home and he's getting points against an unproven team, Cowboys always seem to find a way in the postseason to blow it. I think this is a tough spot for Dallas to have, even with all those wins, having to go on the road against a, a losing team, and it's, it just happens to be Tom Brady in what could be his last game. But if you're going to give me points, I think I would buy it up to three. But I'll 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 take the two and a half. Okay, are you excited about this group of games at all? I, I think it's a lackluster group of games because uh, no, I think Bucks Cowboys is. I think there's three games that are interesting, and it's the it's the Bucks Cowboys, it's the Jags Chargers, and what's the other one? It's it's the games that have the the the, the lowest spreads. Vikings, Vikings Giants. Yes, the other games. I just I, I'm not. It's the quarterback situations. I'm not intrigued. Like I don't think Geno Smith can lead the Seahawks to a victory. And you've got Lamar Jackson potentially out for the Ravens. And there's no Tua for the Dolphins. I just think it, a lot of these games lack intrigue because of the quarterback position. And I just don't think, especially in the case of, of the Ravens and the Dolphins, that these backup quarterbacks have any chance to get anything done. Get on to uh, the Circus Sports Iowa app. I had a guy, he came at, he came at my ass and says to me the other day, well, you, Williams, you're always talking about, oh, their, their numbers are better. How the hell can the numbers be better? It depends on what side. Yeah, back off, all right? Let me explain. <laughs> when I go on to FanDuel and it's like, oh, you want this number? You're going to have to lay minus 118. Oh, oh I hate that. You don't get that crap at Circa. They don't do that garbage. Yeah, because the other places, they'll they'll juice the hell out of you. Correct. They're not doing that at Circa Sports Iowa. And they oftentimes will, they are giving you deals. Like if 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 a line's going one day, they're going to keep it in one spot longer. And this they can afford to do that because they're not doing these stupid promos constantly like, hey, if you do... A six-team parlay, we're going to give you a 33% boost. Yeah, they're doing that because they know you're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Circus Sports Iowa, download their app. I promise you, you will not regret it. Enough of that crap. You don't need all that peripheral crap. Just download and, and just play the game straight. That's how I like Somebody it. came at your pork butt, huh? Yeah. I had some guy was all up in my business wanting me to explain it because he thought that I was lying to the people. No, I'm not lying. <laughs> like, if if... Right now, I would guess, and I haven't pulled up my Circa app, but like if if they're leaning on a number, let's say they're leaning on the Bucks two and a half right now, maybe they would get. And where would that be at two and a half or three? Maybe they'll give it to you at one hundred five. Like right, like they're gonna they're gonna do that, and they're gonna they're gonna take care of it in that sense. But they're not these stupid. Oh, minus one eighteen, minus one seven. Oh, they're and, not and doing it, that garbage. Look, and I, I have to deal a lot with offshore places oh. a lot down here in Florida because it's not. They haven't legalized it. And you'll see where each side will be minus 120 juice. Yeah. No matter which side you... I mean, what? They're screwing and, you. But And people that don't really know, that they, they'll do it. 
Yeah. They'll, 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 they'll get that. I mean, it's minus 110, minus 105. That's, that's the, that's the Jew. That's fine. Take it. But mm-hmm. come on. If you're putting both sides at minus 115 or minus 120, that's BS. A lot of spots do that. Okay. Uh, download the Circa uh, Sports Iowa app today. <sighs> All right. A couple other things needed to check in with you. Uh, since your wife's been gone, it looks like you're okay. Is the dog still alive? Have you been eating we've, properly? We've survived. But so, so here's you see that you haven't usually you see me drinking my coffee here. During what the, the hell is that? So <laughs> I only had like three ounces of coffee left in the cold brew jug this morning when I woke up. Couldn't you make more? I don't know. I don't have a coffee maker. I don't. It's it's cold brew. And my wife buys it. Why don't you go to the grocery store and buy some more? Because I don't go to the grocery store. I haven't been to the grocery store other than going to Fairway when I was back in Iowa. I haven't been to the grocery store in years. It's all it, it, it it's all the wife. So and what have you been eating? So I I'm not caffeinated today. I only had three ounces of of coffee, and I I it was done before the show. I I like I told you on Monday. I basically gave you the blueprint. I will have, I will have like a, a um, Chipotle for lunch, and then I'll have Jersey Mike's for dinner, and that's what I did. I'll have like a, a Chipotle. I'll get like a chicken bowl, and then at Jersey Mike, I'll get like a roast beef sandwich for dinner, and then it's just I kind of go back and forth. I, everything's ordered in, or I pick it up at the store, like. For instance, yesterday I picked I picked something up at uh, a sandwich shop nearby. But then for dinner, I ordered from uh, some salad place, and they delivered it. They up, they upcharge you. You know, it's like forty bucks to get a salad delivered to your house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's I did and, that last night. And I, now, oh, you got something ordered in? Well, for my daughters, because I had a lot of people won't do that. Like Andy fails. He will. He's never used like Uber Eats or DoorDash or any of that stuff. I do it all the time. I the, do too, and I and I don't feel bad about it. I so my daughters. I had to take them both to get shots yesterday afternoon. Oh, jeez! You don't know what they get the whooping cough vaccine. You don't know hell until you take a seven and three year old to get shots together. <laughs> my three year old. I had to like physically restrain her. I, I I'm like locking her legs in with my legs and holding her arms up like this. And she's <laughs> kicking and screaming and F you dad. Like it, it is, <laughs> it was a, so I had to bribe them that they would get happy meals. Oh, if they didn't act like idiots and they still acted crazy. Uh, but I got them the happy meals anyways. Yeah. When you use like DoorDash and you uh, literally Grubhub or whatever, like you get McDonald's, Two Happy Meals is like $28. It's terrible. The upcharge is terrible, but I'll, I'll, I'll pay it because I, I hate having to go out and get something. Yeah, Unless it's like on my way. And, I, and I'll and i never go somewhere and stand in line to order it. Like when I go to Chipotle, I order ahead of time. So that son of a bitch is ready when I walk in. <laughs> but you know what really pisses me off these days? These stores now, ever since COVID, some of these places – refuse to put the order ahead stuff out on that that uh, shelf anymore so you yeah. have to like 
you have to like go up there to the counter and say like, where the hell is my meal? Like I see it back. I see a bunch of bags back there. They won't put it out. And I don't know if it's, it's a COVID thing still from COVID or you don't want to talk to people. Well, no, I want to go in there. I want to look at the shelf and say, Oh, hassle. Okay. Pick it up, leave. But no, now now I have to go. Now I have to stand in line behind the people that are also waiting for those bags. So I'm still having to stand in line. I'm still having to interact with somebody. And the other day I did that at, at Chipotle, and there's one woman that's working that whole thing for the online orders. She's making the food, putting it in a bag, and she's the one that has to go get the bag for you. So I was standing there. I could see my bag. I could see it. It's three feet away but she won't even look at me she won't even look at me because she's making another meal for somebody else so i have to just stand there and wait for her to say may i help you and it took like five minutes for her to do something that i could have done myself put the stuff out there yeah it was horrible it was horrible just I don't know what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to know what I'm going to. I'm going to have to find places that will put it out on the shelf because some places will put it out on a shelf, but Chipotle will not do that. All right, we have four other topics to get to. We need to replay the burp. We need to talk about reply oh. all etiquette, little urinals, and uh, we need to guess <laughs> where Hassel's going to be at calling games on Friday. Uh, first of all. Um, little urinals you need to why is this on our rundown well it was they talked about it on the Murph and Andy show this week like short ones uh yes so like you walk into a public restroom and there's like normal size urinals all the way across and then at the end there's like a little baby size urinal do you know what that urinal is for little people hmm you're right Oh, no, no, you're wrong. It's not for kids. Most people think that little urinal is for kids. Is it for midgets? Well, you can't say that unless you're talking about the Estherville. What's that town What's that town in Iowa that their nickname is there? Oh, God, yeah. Okay, little you people. You can't say that anymore. Yeah, little people. So apparently Sorry. it's not for kids. It's for little people or people in wheelchairs. It's funny because I always gravitate to the little one. I do too. So the question on Murph and Andy was... If you go into a restroom and all the urinals are taken except for the little one, except for the little one, will you use the little one? Like that was that's never even been a like. Of course, I'm going to use the little. And and that's the first one I go to. Yeah. Yeah. Because the little urinal is the best because you don't feel any of the splashback. If there is any splashback, it's not coming up to your waist. It's going down low on your pants and you're not feeling it or on your shoes because sometimes there is splashback, but it doesn't affect you. You go to a big urinal, is you, you, you start going to a bigger urinals and that splashback starts moving kind of, up, yeah, sometimes right at your hands, sometimes even higher onto your shirt. It, it just feels like less work too, less pressure because you can just literally shoot straight down. You don't have to worry about aiming higher. Yep. Right, it's just yep. it's a much more pleasant. I, I wish every public restroom had nothing but little urinals. In fact, just put a hole in the floor. Just put a hole in the Couldn't floor. Couldn't agree more. 
It's all pipes. They're all going to the same what's place. The, yeah, what's, what's the difference? Um, reply all etiquette. You having a reply all issue at work? Yeah, well, I had to uh, had to have a conversation with my co-anchor, Amanda Garrow, about this the other day. because She seems very a, pleasant, by the way. You, you guys have good chemistry together. I enjoy yeah, watching the program. She's great. But um, I would just like to know the, the etiquette for reply all. Like if there's 40 people and you're one of them on an email, Don't let's just say it's, a, it's, it's like a congratulatory email, okay? You guys did a great job. Do you reply all to basically say thanks? Not to say thanks. If you have something to add to the conversation, like, hey, you know, I really picked up on this and and so-and-so did great work and you're trying to recognize somebody, yes, you can do it. If you're saying thanks, no, no reply all. Basically, what she did was just said thanks. Yeah, no, that's... It was nothing Inappropriate. But but then... Inappropriate. Because she did it. I had to do it too. She forced me into it. That's what I said. I said, if you do it, then like everybody's going to feel like they have to do it too. And I, I like, I get it. I, I want to say something too, but I also worry about, you know, that there's people that like their pet peeve is the people that do the reply all. And it just fills up their inbox. And it, I, I guarantee you somebody was upset by this whole reply all chain. And then it's going to come back to us. And then I'm going to be the one that, gets it because I'm the one that has to go on the back end and reply all too. So I just like, I feel like there needs to be some kind of a, a real written out like rules for reply all like a certain number of people on the chain and how many, but this ended up being there. It ended up going to like 17, like 17 people replied all after that. Doesn't it feel a little bit generational? Like the older you are, the more of a chance you're going to hit reply all. Probably because you don't think about what I'm thinking about. What I'm obsessing over is the person that is just really mad that their inbox is filling up with all these reply alls, and that that's that's why. And I was I I spent three hours after she did that, Chris, three hours trying to craft my reply all response. If you it ruined my whole night, if you spend time on Facebook chronicling every move of your life, like, oh, I ate this for dinner, you have a higher chance to hit reply all that type of guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you know where I'm going. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it was all right. Van Winkle, do you have I, I would the, just uh, like somebody to come out and give give rules, steadfast rules, and we can all buy by them. Yes, I do. Do you have the burp slash cough? Lions could we got so much feedback from this. We need to re-listen to this. Excuse me, did you just burp talk? Yeah. The Lions could beat the 49ers. The Seahawks. Excuse me, did you just burp talk? No, I was cough talking. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. The Seahawks. No, that sounded like a burp. The Seahawks is not a burp. You burped while you were talking. It was not a burp. I'm coughing. Yes, it was. That no, so I know exactly I, I, what that is. That, that, that's not a cough. Are you kidding me? That was a burp. You burp talked. It was, and I th- you we well, ran I've a poll a on Iowa everywhere, and the majority of people said that's a burp. Yeah, because the majority of people are trolls, and they're trying to get under my skin. No. 
You, that was. I've had a try cold. to say that was a cough. No cough has ever sounded like that. That was phlegm. It was clearly phlegm in my throat while I was talking. That's a cough. This is the same thing as loose meat, sloppy Joe. It's no, a form it's of a cough. Do. When there's phlegm in there, it's a form of a cough. It's not unless, technically okay, a cough, you, but it's part of one. It, it, unless you think a burp is a form of a cough, then you're wrong. It wasn't a burp. 61% said it was a burp. Oh, those people it's definitely are a burp. The more I hear it now, and it's because I've got these headphones in the these great headphones that uh, Van Wink told me to buy. I can hear it a lot better when I have these on than when like we posted that and I was just listening off my phone. It was hard to hard to tell, but if you get a real, you put some headphones on, really turn it up, you can hear that burp seeping out. Talking the Seahawks, the Seahawks. The Seahawks. It's phlegm. There it is. It's phlegm. It's not a burp. Phlegm. Get out of here with that. You're Where wrong. are you at? Do you have do you have your first college basketball game? We, we want to watch. It's tomorrow, it's on a pal. Friday. Yeah. It's yeah. It's odd. It's a. Do you know where I'm going? I told you where I was. Going, I don't. Right? Wait. No, you didn't tell me. Are you going Wait, to UAB? How did so Simon Wilson in the comments? Knows exactly where I'm going somehow. Simon says, I'm going to guess Hassel will be in Athens, Ohio for Kent State at Ohio. I don't know how he knew that. that, Price of game notes out there. Well, you think Simon's just like, Simon's going through all 200 (laughs) game notes for games over the next couple days? No, he must have. uh, (laughs) Yeah, there must be some kind of Google. Maybe, Maybe somebody tweeted about it. Yes, I'm going to Athens, Ohio. Kent State's really good. Like Kent State might be an at-large team in the tournament. They almost beat number one Houston. They were leading Gonzaga in the second half. Uh, so they're at Ohio tomorrow night, and uh, I've got that. I think it's fi- I think it's five thirty Central Time. It's an early tip. Okay. Um, CBS Sports Network. CBS Sports Network. Yeah, okay. five thirty Central. How about that? Oh, I am gonna bet on this game and watch you. Yeah. And it should be pretty close. Hour. I mean, it's Ohio's at home. They've got a pretty good home court advantage. They're unbeaten at home this season, so it should be. A good Are you matchup. going to be doing any UAB games? Well, it's funny you ask, Christopher, because next week I'm going to Birmingham. Yeah, the voice of the North Blazers. Texas at UAB next Saturday. Simon, by the way, says he took a guess because it was the only game on CBS Sports Network tomorrow night. So well well done, Simon. Well done. Pretty strong guess right there. All right. Well, it'll be an eventful weekend um, starting tonight with Iowa and Michigan. Iowa State on the road at Kansas on Saturday, and we will be back first thing on Monday morning to recap it all. There is a new Jared and Jabo in the feed. They recorded late last night. So for yeah, more I saw of that they were having all kinds of struggles with the time zones. Did you see Apparently that? Apparently Bohannon, I, I, I don't know the specifics. I do know that Stansberry went to record with Bohannon yesterday and Bohannon failed to recognize that he was in a different time zone. <laughs> What is he traveling for the Iowa Energy? Yeah, I think he's out west. Or no, it's not the Iowa Energy anymore. It's the it's the it's the Wolves, right? Oh, 
You know that Keith Murphy can't can't say wolf? What do you mean he can't say it? He can't say wolf. He says woof. <laughs> he says woof. I love it. Van Winkle's playing the old NWO Wolfpack song right now. He says Wolfpack. My dad does the same thing. Yeah, my my dad dad and Keith Murphy. Orange. He says orange. (laughs) He can't say orange. Orange. (laughs) Orange. Orange. There are so many things my dad says wrong. It's unbelievable. He puts a T on the end of every word that ends with an N. Really? He says he says Wisconsin. <laughs> he says he's going to Walgreens to pick up his prescription. <laughs> yeah. Does your it's dad say pertinier like my dad does? What say that again? Pertinier. What's pertinier? Like when you instead of saying like pretty close, be like, oh, we're pert near the end of the show here. <laughs> oh, no, see that I think your da- that's your dad's got that like rural. He probably yeah. also says he's going to go wash his clothes. Well, last year the Does Cyclones pert near one in Lawrence. They can do it this year. Pert near? I've never heard that before. Oh yeah, that's a big deal. Is that really like pretty deal. near? Like pretty near? Yeah, pert near. Yep. Orange? You, you know, like going down to the creek and we can go fishing. Oh yeah, the creek. My dad says creek not too. A creek. Crick. Yeah. Crick. Does your dad say Warsh? My, uh, my father-in-law says Warsh. Warsh. But there's a lot of Warshing going on down in southwest Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Brain right, I got to get out of here. I got to get up the to Insane Asylum. All right. <laughs> the Wolf Pack. One time I was waving at those academy kids and one of them pert near jumped in my car and beat the hell out of me. <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys. By the way, we y'all. need to start some merchandise, and we need to print some Clorinda Academy t-shirts. <laughs> oh, I'll buy one of those suckers. <sighs> Have a great weekend, guys. We appreciate you. Iowa everywhere.